Hey guys, you know what time it is. It's time for the, your weekly Ultra Health and Wellness Coaching Podcast. Today's episode is a Facebook recap. Stay tuned. Make sure you hear what the special promotion that we're offering. Limited space available, so make sure you check it out if you're interested. And as always, this is not intended for medical advice. It's coaching advice. And so... Uh, you, if you have any like personalized questions that you think it's better answered by your physician, make sure you uh, do so. All right, enjoy. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us on the Ultra Health and Wellness Coaching as a Health Coach. Feel free to um, place in your comments and in in questions in the comment section. Just a little um, disclaimer, this is not intended for medical advice. It's some health coaching, little nuggets of knowledge, I like to call it. Um, and I hope everyone is doing good. I have a tap dance and Vishla beside me. Just type it in and ask your questions here in the comment box. And then we will get started. Great. So, we have a few questions. And like I said, feel free to go ahead and um, submit your questions in the comment section. So, the first question comes from someone who wrote in and wanted to know things that they can do to ease back pain. So there are some things that you can do to ease back pain. Um, of course, it kind of depends on what's causing your back pain. If it's something that is kind of acute where like you pulled a muscle then you know some if you're able to take out ibuprofen and Tylenol that will help with the inflammation and um so that will help with the inflammation some ice and heat is really good and so that's good for like the acute and like I said with any back injury um, especially if you're getting numbness in like your legs or in your arms or in anything or it's really just hard to move, it's good to get checked out by the doctor for sure because you could have done something really, um, really uh, bad like herniated a disc or pinched a nerve. But just kind of chronic back pain, you want to do what's called core exercises Hey, thanks for joining. Um, you want to do for like chronic back pain, you want to do core exercises. And that is things that's going to work your lower back and your abdominal muscles because your abdominal muscles support your back. So doing things like a, like planks, um, setups will help. It will um, help strengthen those muscles that support your back and it will help alleviate your back pain. Uh, there, if you Google um, back uh, exercises for 
your back. It shows you a lot of them. Um, but the ones that will focus, that focuses on your core, is going to help um, with that support system. Like I said, like the, the plank is probably the easiest one to do. You don't need any kind of special equipment. And, you know, you can just start on your um, forearms and eventually move up to your pushing up with your hands and holding it with your hands on your toes. Um, but, you know, even if you're just starting out and if you're having a lot of back pain, what you can do is just kind of like you would do like a modified push-up. You can do the, uh, like a modified, modified plank and hold your body up that way. Um, so, and then also just making sure you're watching your posture. We kind of naturally start to like hunch forward because we're always at computers or we're looking at our phones and just trying to uh, make sure we're sitting up. One book that I read that was talking about you know, how sedentary we've gotten talks about one thing that we can do to help with um, building our, our like core muscles, like in our stomach and our back is to, um, is to sit on one of those big round balls that you can get from a store instead of like sitting on our sofa. If we sit on one of those balls, and have our feet flat on the floor and where we're sitting up straight to, and that's going to make us engage our, our core muscles to help with that. Um, and then also glute exercises are good to, for helping support, um, your back and your, uh, like lower extremities because of the kinetic chain, you know, or in, our glutes because we set so much get weak and so by making them stronger it'll also help our back um, because they're kind of grouped into our core as well so that is what's recommended to help ease some back pain and also um another core um, exercise that you can do is like the glute bridges that's another easy one that you don't need any kind of special equipment. You just need to be able to be left alone on the floor. So you might want to have to put your little fur babies up um, if they like to come and lay on you while you're while you're on the floor. And that's where you're laying on your back and your knees are bent um, and your feet are flat on the ground and then you're tightening your butt and like lifting lifting your your hips up. So, um, that will help strengthen your core and your lower part of your back too. <laughs> and so the next question is, what are some ways to feel energetic every day? So definitely getting a good night's sleep is really, that's going to just help you. Um, with your energy level. Some people, they brag saying that they've only had like three or four hours of sleep, but eventually, you know, it's going to catch up with them. Um, it also like will throw, not having a good amount of sleep will throw your 
um, your hunger hormones off. So you're going to find yourself wanting to snack more throughout the day. Um, so sleep has helped to make you feel energetic. Going outside and, and getting some sunlight about 15 minutes a day is just really good. And in the wintertime when it's kind of pretty, you know, pretty funky outside that um, you, and it's kind of cloudy, you can get these nice little lights. Um, and they're only like, they only can be only like thirty dollars. I mean, they can go up higher, but you can get a decent one for thirty dollars. And it's the um, and there they give you like the little sunlight. Um, and they also help with the um, like seasonal affective disorder that people can get. But getting some sunlight, some fresh air, walking around. Um, getting up, getting your blood circulation definitely helps. Making sure you're hydrated um, is going to help you feel more energetic because if you're not having enough, um, if, if you're not having enough fluid, then what it, you're going to do is you're going to just um, feel slug. You're going to feel pretty sluggish. And then, um, Making sure you're fuel, fueling your body with some really good uh, food. The junk food will typically just kind of tend to kind of weigh you down, just energy-wise. Energy um, and making sure, like, you're not waiting until you're too hungry to eat will also, also help with um, feeling more energy. And, like, going back to what you eat, if you eat something like high carbohydrates it's gonna um make you feel more sluggish because you're gonna get that insulin um burst of insulin and then you're gonna have that drop so eating something with protein will definitely help um with that and being able to feel more energetic throughout the day So, just check in the comments. And then the next question kind of falls in line really good with on how to feel energetic throughout the day. The next question is actually should you eat um to like pretty much the clock or like certain times a day or if you should uh, wait till you're hungry to eat. Uh, I like to say that you should listen to the, your body cues and eat when you're hungry if you have a um, if you have a healthy relationship with food that is. If you have kind of a disordered relationship with food, then you might want to stick to certain times of day where you eat until your relationship with food gets better. Um, but, you know, eating, using like intuitive eating, eating when you're hungry in, um, is what's recommended. 
because if we're not really hungry when we are eating, then we're just kind of giving our body extra energy that we don't that we um, don't really need at the time. But like I said, this is for people that don't have disordered eating. If you you know if you were to have disordered eating, say either like anorexia, then you know you wouldn't want to wait until you were. Um, hungry with that or if you have um, a food addiction or a binging problem you wouldn't want to um, go off your off your inner cues with that either because then what that's going to do is um, you you have the impaired relationship with food so you won't be able to gauge your actual hunger very well so that is um what I what I would recommend um, and it kind of works well with you know different people find things that work well with them but what you should do is definitely like kind of you, you know your body and if you're kind of one person that just doesn't um, just that's not very hungry uh, in the in the morning then and you're kind of forcing yourself to eat then maybe you might want to you might want to rethink that um but i i definitely want to save as long as you don't have disordered eating um because the last thing i want somebody to take from this is that Catherine said it was okay for someone who doesn't want to eat or likes to um or that has a uh, an unhealthy relationship with food to do the total opposite of what they should be doing. Um, so the next question is how often should you do cardio and strength train? The CDC recommends that we do 150 uh, minutes of moderate uh, exercise each week which that pans out to 30 minutes, five days a week. Uh, but you can also, you know, you, you can go more if you want. That's just the recommended low amount. They would, uh, they recommend doing two strength training days a week, working your major muscle groups. There, um, let me rephrase that. Two strength training days for your major muscle groups twice a week with, uh, 24 hours in between each one because you don't want to work your arms every single day. That's, you know, your rest days is where your body is healing and the muscles developing. So you want to kind of alternate. So, you know, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of different splits out there for, for, uh, for, exercise on how to do it. I'll just kind of use what I do for an example. Um, I do a push day where I do the exercises that use the push muscles uh, during that day, which is push-ups and some chest presses um, and some like tricep extensions 
That's another one. So I have a push day where I would do those. And then my next day, how I do it, I actually combine the pull and the leg day together. Some people do a push-pull leg. And so um, each, like, so Monday you would do a push. Tuesday you would do pull. Wednesday you would do legs. Then Thursday you'd do back to push. Friday you'd do back to pull. And then Saturday you'd be back to legs. I incorporate my uh, pull and my legs together because at that time I do a rower, which you're both using both your leg muscles and the pulling activities um, together. So I combine them. And so I do pull activity, push them, push exercises twice a week, the pull on the legs twice a week. And then um, I will have a, on my rest days, I have, um, I, it's a recovery rest day and, or active rest day is what some people will call it. And then that's when I do a yoga to kind of like stretch. Um, I try to add yoga throughout, peppered in throughout the week as well. Um, in each day that I do those exercises, I like to hit core exercises as well. Core is one muscle group that you can work, like your abs. You can work that every day. They don't have to um, have the 24 hours in between. Um, with those. So uh, the, there's a lot of ways that you can kind of divvy it up. And, you know, the good thing is with like some of the push and pull and leg exercises is that you don't have to sit there and knock them all out at one time. You can um, get up and, you know, like every two hours you decide like I'm going to do 10 push-ups and you can do 10 push-ups every few hours. Or, you know, I'm going to stand up each hour and do some squats and incorporate that into your day as well. And then it gets us up from standing up. I mean, sitting down so much, we're standing up. Um, so that'll also help our back pain that we talked about earlier. So um, this next um, question it seems like it's a pretty popular one that I get, especially with my phone, um, my phone consults. And that is, what exercises can I do to get rid of my belly fat? Well, sorry to say, there's no exercises that you can really do to get rid of your belly fat. Um, you can't target an area for weight loss. It's going to just uh, come off as the, your body uh, devours, the, burns the fat. What you can do is you can work on the exercises that's going to strengthen your core that we talked about earlier. But really abs are made in the kitchen. You know, with weight loss, it's uh, mostly like 80% about what you eat. Um, and not so much about the exercise because it goes back to like um, saying that you can't out exercise a bad diet. So you can't uh, go into um, one area and 
you know, do just a bunch of ab work and expect a six pack if you're not changing your diet or the way that you eat. Um, so that is something that seems to to catch people up a lot. I mean, it's very, uh, you, you would think that it was that simple as um, being able to, I'm going to do some some setups and then I um, am going to want to be able to get that six pack of apps that I want. So, gonna check out for any questions in the comments. Nothing there. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna attempt to try to do a screenshot. Um, on this deal. That is going to be happening. We're kicking off this deal on, well, you can go to the website now. I'll add the website into the comment section. But starting July 8th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, what you're, we're going to do, that's the, a Wednesday. Let me make sure. So, excuse me, it's going to be July 7th at um, 8 p.m. So, July 7th at 8 p.m., we're going to start off with a four-week session that is independence from dieting. It's, we're going to talk about how diets don't work, and we're, I'm going to teach you lifestyle changes to where you can make changes in your lifestyle that's going to make you release weight and and be able to keep it off because that's one of the things with diets is like yeah people can go on diets and they can lose uh weight but um once they come off of that diet it the the weight will come back so what you want to do is you want to do lifestyle changes that's going to um, make it sub sustainable for you. And so that's what we're going to be doing. Um, it's going to be, so what's included is it's a four-week program. It's a weekly one-hour group session. So you'll be in with a group of people. It'll take place on Zoom, through Zoom, and you get unlimited support emails through this four-week session. You'll get membership to a private Facebook group. You'll get some freebies, which is some recipes to help kickstart, you know, your healthy eating. You'll get a grocery store planning guide uh, for free, and then, um, And then the 
if you're not able to make one of the group sessions, they're going to be recorded. That way you can have it for and distributed out afterwards. That way you can have it for references, um, for referencing. And then so this four week program with all that bonus material is going to be $79. So less than $20 a week to improve your health, which is an awesome deal. Um, and I mean, just the unlimited email support is worth that. So now you are in on what is the, the, the deal. So any questions out there? I'll give it just a few seconds. Um, so it looks like it's no other questions. So just, um, a little reminder, the podcast comes out weekly. Then the website also has blog postings along with a bunch of other, um, books of the book recommendations, sign up for your free monthly newsletter that comes out. And, um, you know, if you, if you're interested in this deal and want more information, please feel free to email me one coach at gmail.com or DM me and, um, we will work on getting, getting you all squared away. So, alrighty. I hope everyone has a good night and take care.